Hey everyone, my name is Miguel. With my friend Gavin, we'd like to welcome you to Locked In, where we try to figure out life as new adults through life, school, and work. But at the end of the day, we figure out how to stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked In, the podcast for new adults by new adults. I'm Gavin. And I'm Miguel. All right, buddy. What are we talking about this week? You know, a lot has happened in this past week. I feel like my life, <clears throat> the past week and a week and a half—I don't even know. It feels like it feels like the past week and a half has been five years for me, mentally That's so and physically. Cute. Aw. Aw. Oh, she had like a little one that was just like the aw. We've talked about that before, having a soundboard with what, what sound a, effects. That'd be pretty dope. We need to get a soundboard. Have like the live studio audience. You know, we actually have a live studio audience. They could have went aw. We do. But they didn't. They did not. Aww. <laughs> they have a dog, too. There is a dog here. Yes. So we for have all a the, locked-in dog. For all those listeners out there, there is a dog There is a dog in the room at the time of this recording. Her name is Lainey. She's a very sweet dog. There is a whole dog. Like, honestly, I think we should put that, like, on our Instagram. Like, right now. You gotta post it on our Instagram? You know what? Everybody listening, if you're listening at the time, we're gonna post this dog. On Instagram, if I could just... Yeah, they'll probably see the post before we, like, submit the recording, though. Exactly. But, you know, I don't even know how to use the Instagram camera sometimes, you know? Like, how do I even just, you know... There we go. You got it. There we go. There we go. Look at this dog. And we have we have a, a lovely figure in the back. No. <laughs> yes, post it. This for, dog. Those, for, for those viewers who don't know, our live audience... Do you want to introduce our live audience? We are. How about you introduce them? I'll introduce our live audience. So there's there's two wonderful women in um at the in the locked in set today. Um, one of them is Miss Callie Cash. She's the owner of the dog Laney. She's uh from Tus. You're from Tuscaloosa, right? Yeah, yeah. The other one is uh Miss uh Tawanda Rayanne Ganey, my lovely girlfriend. I love you. Tawanda, like from Spider Verse. Tawanda. Tawanda. T o w a n d a. Tawanda forever. Tawanda. You know. Interesting name. She named after her grandma. Shout out Tawanda, if you're listening. You know, but as we're, you know, so you got in a relationship. I'm now 21 years old. I am a legal adult. Miguel is 21. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's kind of terrifying. Were you 21 the last, you weren't, you were not 21 the last time we recorded. No. That's what, yeah, because we, we recorded 21, in advance. 21, 21, 21. 20, <laughs> I am now 21 Savage. That's crazy how like every, every single, like every single song that 21 Savage is in. You do not have to wonder who like who the song is by because he lets you know. How old is Twenty One Savage? Twenty one. He's not twenty one. How many problems does Twenty One Savage have? <sighs> Hilarious. It's a lot. A whole lot of problems. And you know a lot. And you know, there's actually something in this world that causes a lot of problems, and that's relationships. I don't think that's a great way to introduce the topic. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a nah. yeah. if, but basically so relationships. Mackenzie, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I, you are a problem. No, just for kidding, the viewers who don't know, Mackenzie is Miguel's girlfriend. She will be listening to this, uh, and she will not be happy. You know, she was really upset that the first time she, she was mentioned in this podcast was the fact that she's allergic to gluten. That is true, and I threatened to blow flour in her face. <laughs> yeah. I did tell you her know, that. Does your girlfriend have any weird allergies? Allergies? Are you, are you allergic to anything? Am I allergic to anything? Allergic? She's, la- she's lactose intolerant. That, that does nothing. We're all lactose intolerant. That's not true. I'm not lactose intolerant. 
I'm gonna make you like this. Hey yo, <laughs> she, you're gonna drink a gallon of milk. I'm just gonna punch you in the gut. No, no, she does lactose intolerant, but she doesn't care though. She 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 ate a cookout milkshake. Saying lactose intolerant people drink more milk than people who aren't lactose intolerant. She loves I'll oat milk. Box. She drinks oatly. It's oat milk. What is wrong with you? I drink Fair Life. And her Starbucks order is a ice white mocha with oat milk. Her <laughs> Gally's Starbucks order is a, a caramel macchiato. You know what? Uh, she also loves the grilled. She put me onto the grilled cheese. Put in know, the comments below if you've ever had a grilled cheese from Starbucks. I'm about to say, put in the comments below with your go-to from Starbucks. Yeah, put your put your Starbucks order in the comments below. It's we'll, the, uh, we'll rate it. It's the uh, Venti uh, Mango Dragon Fruit Refresher. Because when the ice melts, the strawberry refreshers are busting though. I used to um whenever I was at Coastal for like a year, I would be on I'd be on campus. I was only on campus three like three days a week, but they had the Starbucks at the bookstore. And I would go in there and get a strawberry refresher. But I would be so disappointed whenever they would say they were out of strawberry and they only had dragon fruit. No, dragon fruit's better. But no, like, you know, I wasn't even, I didn't even have that blessing, which is, because at UN, we don't even have a Starbucks. We have, it's called Common Ground. It's, 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 it's okay. What is Common Ground? It's common Ground ain't that common. Shout out to hey, Man, the only thing common about that is. My disappointment sometimes in that place. Crazy how uh, the his new album Jackman came out literally not long ago. Like, it came out like right whenever we moved in here, yeah. and that song is already like Common Ground is already one of my most listened to songs. Like on, on Spotify, I have the app called Spotistats that yeah. like shows you like um, your most listened to songs and stuff like that. Let's pull that up real quick. Let me see. Let me and see you what know that really songs. shows our relationship with music. Our relationship is yeah, and, dude. You put me onto so much music, actually. And like you know, music is such a central part to relationships. Like, oh yeah, you'll always sure. hear a song. Like, there's always those songs. You know, like when you most hear couples a, have like a song. And sometimes you'll cry because it was like an ex. Dude, I cry on the like, lots oh of songs. Gosh, not after, not not because of that reason necessarily, but just because of I. Like one of my I'm favorite bands of all time. I couldn't listen to them for a while. Really? We gotta listen to them so much with an ex. And it just, like, really shows just, like, how much relationships really intertwine into your life. Music does, like, music helps you form attachments, for sure. Like, not even, like, with other people, but, like, with yourself, for sure. Like, if, like, there are some songs I listen to when I'm just by myself, not with other people. Mostly because I have a weird, I have a weird taste in music. You listen to Seabat by yourself? Listen to what? Seabat? What is Seabat? You know, like, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. What are you talking about? Well, I'm not going to play it because it's copyright infringed. My most listened to song in the past four weeks is Till Kingdom Come by Coldplay. And then number two is Heaven... I think this is the end of our relationship right now. Number two is Heaven Falls by the Sur- by Surfaces. Which is a great song. I'm not giving a shout-out to Coldplay. Shout-out? I'll do it for you. Shout-out Coldplay. No. <laughs> I'm going to remove that. You got a problem with Coldplay? I don't know, bro. Rain and Kelly love Coldplay. They're just not, you know, they're not hot enough for me. So I have to put it on pause. They're not hot enough for you? Yes, I gotta put on pause. So it's uh, not Coldplay, it's hot pause. That's hilarious. Cute laugh track. Uh, relationships. 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 So whenever you're a kid, you kind of like, or whenever you're like, whenever you're growing up, I guess you kind of like have like, you develop crushes or whatever. Oh yeah. So it's always that kind of like thing where it's, you know, it's not like, oh my God, that that physical attraction isn't there yet, but it's like you start fantasizing about being with like a significant other. Whether it be no, a I had a girl. big crush on Aunt Becky from Full House when I was little. Aunt Becky from Full House? Yes. Interesting. I had a massive crush on Aunt Becky. Hmm. Aunt, wait, which one's Aunt Becky? Is that the one that uh that, uh, that Stamos? Yeah. Uh, his love interest. That Jesse. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. 
And um, I think she's in jail now for, like, that whole college scam now. I don't even know what you're talking about. I never heard of that. Yeah, she was, like, paying, like, Princeton admissions to, like, let her daughter go to school, even though she was stupid. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> See, um, money, money uh, trumps wealth. I mean, money trumps education. Obviously. I think that... What, did, what was I going to say? I think that my... I guess crush growing up was uh, probably Topanga from Boy Meets World. That that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. See, it's just like the '90s sitcoms. Like you know, they really developed the crushes. Honestly, though, George Lopez's wife. I used to like, wake up, <laughs> I, you know, I feel like everyone born around the, like born around the time we were, they were like wake up in a cold sweat at one a.m. and they like they knew they had to be asleep, and, and then you see Low George Ryder. Lopez is just like pop it up, and you're just like. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I'm not supposed to be awake right now. Oh my, yeah, that and like Robot Chicken. That used to, used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. I wake up and the Robot actually Chicken wasn't be allowed to watch Cartoon Network as a kid, so I can't relate to that. Really? Yeah. Well, like, well, I fair. could watch I could watch Cartoon Network one time a week. That I'm was very 8 p.m. on Fridays. I feel very uh, I feel very, I feel very fortunate that like when I was a kid, my mom didn't really shelter me from that stuff. Like I was playing GTA Five when I was like eight. That explains a lot. Well, GTA 5 was not out when I was eight. That was, was like eight. GTA 4, bro. Yeah, I was like, I played uh, San Andreas when I was a kid, too. Um, but, like, you really developed that relationship with that game. Yeah, just like you develop relationships with people. Exactly. Absolutely. So, it kind of forms from whenever you're, like, whenever you're a kid to, like, crush, and then I guess you start, like, around a certain age, like, 12, 13, maybe. Maybe yeah. younger for some people, you start developing, like, for me, it was, like, around 12. And I started like, developing, like, physical attractions to, and like, And around girls. that time is, like, when it wasn't even the term crush anymore. Because I'm catching feelings catching feelings like i remember when that became a thing it's like you know i think i'm catching feelings i think it's in a song i don't remember that phrase i don't remember using that phrase when i was young though did I'm, not i remember like late middle school early high school like like there's like catching have, feelings there's like i have feelings for you but i'm not like catching feelings have yeah. you ever caught feelings me yeah same same roll credits <laughs> well all right guys we'll see you next week <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, you start to develop, you start to develop physical attractions to other human beings. And then from there, it's kind of like, I guess it's, I guess it's, it's up to you. I mean, we, you all have to like grow in our own emotional maturity, but it's up to you whether or not it's like you want something to be deep or you only care about the physical aspects of it. It's like you know, when it's, you get to like, think of like, you know, romantic versus platonic. Yeah. Like Plato's Symposium. Plato's Symposium? Yeah. It's like what defined, what, like, what defined romantic from platonic. That's where we get the term platonic from. It's from Plato. Hmm. That reminds me, like, a lot of writers talk about, like, romance in different ways. Like, romanticism is one of my favorite aspects are, are, li- are literary movements. Even though it's, like, more romance with yourself. Yeah. That romantic era. Very, like, Walt Whitman-esque, you know, like, I, I sing the song of myself. Like, even, that, like, that, yeah. within music, like, during the romantic era, the entire point mm-hmm. of it was, like, you know, displaying your own emotions. Yeah. Because, like, you had stuff... Because you had, like, Beethoven being the big mm. bridge between classical era and the romantic era. Yeah. And, and then, like, you had people like Brahms to where it wasn't, like, telling a story in the music. It was all, it was what you called absolute music, not programmatic, to where it's just, like, you know, what you want to do. Yeah. But it, with that, it, you drove so much emotion. Yeah, well, it was, like, people, like, people shunned, you know, being, like, vulgar or, like, having, like, having hard discussions. And I think during that, I think during that literary movement and during that era, it was like the like they threw away the veil, and it was like we need to have these discussions, even though even if it's hard to talk about or not. Yeah. And I because, think that's what made it so interesting, like interesting to read now, especially in retrospect. Because you actually see how much it affected our lives now. Yeah. Like because without that era of like romanticism through literature and art, 
it really helped us like you know find more of our own self and actually find the deeper relationships yeah because back then it was like you know your parents found you somebody at 14 and boom you were married you never really like developed relationships yeah i used to i used to always like think, <laughs> i used to always like want to like go on dates with like a girl or whatever when i was like when i was like, really young like i couldn't even drive i was like 13 or something like that yeah like mom can you like drive me and this girl to the movie theater please we're gonna go watch uh crudes <laughs> watch crudes <laughs> <laughs> or like oh my god i'm gonna hold hands with this girl on the way to the the um the concession stand at the baseball game I'm going to buy her boiled peanuts. Robots. We're going to share a cup of boiled peanuts, Mom. Share a cup of boiled peanuts. And, like, I just feel like, you know, like the thing of, like, you know, just the gap is just, like, how, like, you know, when we get to, like, the adulthood, especially in this generation when it comes mm-hmm. to relationships, is, like, you know, people say, like, you know, relationships fail a lot more in our day and age. That's true. It's because people people forget about one thing, and that's compatibility. Compatibility matters. You can have, like, all the, all the crushes and all the feelings you want. But if you're not compatible with someone, then you're just not. It's not going to work out. and never will. Because then, at that point, you're trying to force something that's not there. You know exactly. I mean? Because, like, you know, a lot of stuff where I, like, you know, get to, like, view modern relationships. And, like, you know, going back to songs and everything. is like, you remember the song by Outkast, Hey Ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know, such a very bright and upbeat song. And at the end of the day it just had that dark message in talking about relationships yeah like people don't realize because like you know it's talking about like even like in the generational gap with relationships you know like you know thank god for mom and dad for sticking two together because we don't know how right like because we, like you know in our later in our earlier generations like you know they like they the divorce rate was such a low thing they set the example and that was what like i guess like at least me well, I'm different. I never really had that growing up. My mom, my mom was always single, so it's like yeah. I never really got to see that. Either with, even with my grandma, like you yeah. know. Um, so but at the same time, it just shows like I never, know. yeah, I never really like fantasized about. Well, now I fantasize about it, but like when I was a kid, I never really thought like, yeah, I can't wait to have like a great, like wonderful, like marriage with someone, you know? Because because like, at that point, I was like, oh my god, I'd be lucky enough if a girl like looked at me or showed me any attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, and even like back then when we were little. Like, I think it goes back to, like, you know, the whole, like, Freudian, like, you know, the ego, superego, mm-hmm. and all that. It's just, like, you know, at that young age, it's us in a big world, just us by ourselves, where we don't think about, like, you know, it was always, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was that thing. It wasn't, like, you know, yeah. I'm going to be a husband or whatever. Yeah. It was, I'm going to be a fireman. And to where it's just, like, you know, at that young age, we're developing that relationship with ourselves and with the world, mm-hmm. and to where... There's really no training in, like, you know, learning how to have a relationship with other people. Like, there's no class on how to be a boyfriend, how to be a girlfriend. Yeah. And well, it's just something and, we have to figure out ourselves. And now there's so much of that. Like, there's so much, like, dating coaching out there and, like, relationship advice out there. Like, and maybe social media has to do with that. But it's just, like, there's so much advice out there for people who are struggling in relationships and stuff like that. And I feel like, like I was saying earlier, people forget about important aspects of that, like compatibility and stuff like that. You know, because relationships truly are, they're like, they're 50-50, you know what I mean? People yeah. have, like, you have to give as much as you take, and that's important because, you know, your feelings matter, but their feelings also matter, and so you have to, and it, most people also, they want to, like, lose themselves in a yeah. relationship, but they, they can't be like that because it has to be, they have a wonderful life, and you have a wonderful life, and you're supposed to share in each other's wonderful lives, yeah, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, you know, like how they say, like, you know, you can't love somebody until you love yourself. 
Exactly. But I also, I also like, I have slightly different, like different feelings. I think that you have to be happy enough. Yeah. Like there's, there, like there's happy in, in a relationship or to be ready for a relationship, you have to be happy enough. Yeah. You have to have this great life that you're okay with, have aspects that you're okay with. And then even it's okay to still be working on yourself in a relationship. Yeah. Because a, a because a good partner will bring out, will bring that out of you. You just have to at least have a foundation set within yourself. Right. And I, that's something I've struggled with relationships before is that like, you know, I put my happiness into that person. I didn't really have that happiness set before me. Like, you know, exactly. So I think like, you know, happy being single. So then it was like, um, shout out. Yeah. Single on purpose. Shout yeah. out John Kim. Excellent book. I read it. It's great. Great book. He talks about, so he talks about stuff like that, about like, you have to be happy enough. And a great takeaway from that book is that a good relationship doesn't just, um, you know, cause you to like, look at the other person. A good relationship holds up a mirror. Right? Yeah. It holds up a mirror to you, and it makes you want to be a better person, a better human. Exactly, because, like, you know, in that relationship, like, how that, like, with both sides, if it's, like, you know, an actual, how a relationship should be going, it's, like, you should be able to see your reflection on how you affect that other person's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's talk about one thing for a second. Let's talk about how important it is that, you know, talking about sharing in your um, partner's life, let's talk about how important it is, like, when friends are involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at the same time, because that can either be such a big benefit or it could be disastrous. Yeah, very true. Like, Cause like you know, the entire thing, like, you know, best friends dating best friends. Once there's a breakup, the entire dynamic, even between the individual friends, are broken. Right. Well, I think I, w- I was going to comment on the fact that, like, it's important that, like, a good relationship is developed there. Because that way, it's like, especially, especially if it's like, you know, because I think it's important that you, like, you date. Like, your friend. You know, like, like, date your best friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, because... Yeah, like, your partner should end up being your best friend. That's, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, at the end of the day, like, you have to you have to be able to be in a relationship with someone where you form such a deep relationship with them where it's, like, you not only can you, like, do all, like, the romantic stuff, but you can also just, like, hang out with them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, it's to where, like, you know, there is no dullness. Like, you, you find the happiness and the joy in the mundane. And that's, like, when you right. really... Like, at least in my experiences, like, you know, when I really find the, I feel like I've done it right, finally. You and know? that, that's when, it, that's when you know it's good, because it's not like, oh my god, we, like, we don't have to, like. You're not do, having to try everything. Yeah, you don't have to just go do all this crazy stuff. We can just, like, like, we can sit here and just, like, watch a movie. Or we can sit here and we can just, like. Or, like, even, like, you know, my, my favorite things, like, you know, in my own relationship, is like, you know, sitting in a car and listening to music. Yeah, like like you know, like sitting in the parking lot for two hours after we do some, just talk or just listen, like not even like little, to talk. just stay up, like stay up, just talk, just like, being just in each text, other's right. presence, literally, like just being like having fun, literally just like sitting there staring at the ceiling, like it doesn't matter, like when you get to that when you get to that point with a person, that's that's how you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, I like I that's like, what you've made it. I'll tell you my dream, and I've told Rayanne about this, but like being like an old person, like on the porch, like an old man sitting oh on the porch gosh, drinking yes. coffee. And, like, yes. having, like, my partner, like, in a rocking chair. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I have the And just talking thing, crap like, about people. Yeah, like, I, I like you know, before I got into, like, where I'm in, like, the relationship I'm at now, like, you know, I never really cared about that stuff. But, you mm-hmm. know, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, be the old man on, like, you know, old house wraparound porch, porch swing and everything. Yeah. And, like, you know, I want, you know, me and my future wife to, you know, mm. you know, us be the ones, you know, chewing out the kids for getting the football in our yard 
Yeah. You know, like, you know, I want to be that grumpy old man saying, get or off like, my grass. Yeah, or like, or talk about our neighbors, like, oh, like, they're like, the... like, like, you know, like in my relationship, which I really appreciate because we have that dynamic. I love like the Red and Kitty Foreman dynamic, like in that 70s show. Mm-hmm. That, like, it was the Foreman's parents. It's just like, you know, and that's just like, you know, it's just where I find that happiness in. It's just like, you know, at, even at a young age, it's still there and it just hints to that being there in the future. Right. It's where, like, you know, having that goal, because, like, people don't realize having, like, that goal of, like, you know, what what I am, what they are. But it's not, like, what it is together. Like, people don't work towards having a dynamic. And that's where I feel like relationships fail. Mm-hmm. It's where either you don't have a dynamic or you have a dynamic and you're not happy with it. Yeah. Or it's kind of like it's forced into this one thing that, we're, that, that it has to be or something like that. Like, you're not letting anything be natural. Right. And if it's the natural is not working you you might as well just go and just it's not going to work yeah and because at the end of the day you're once all the masks and everything are removed there's no artificialism it's just pure naturality as a person and if you can't appreciate mm-hmm. yourself and that other person as the individual and then put together in that naturalism you're never going to be happy in that relationship yeah and that like those are aspects that you have to understand like with an adult relationship definitely and, like, one of those things, like I was saying, is about, like, friends. Like, that makes me happy whenever, like, the person that I'm with can, like, be cool with, like, my friends. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if they can joke with my friends how I joke with my friends, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Exactly. It- and, like, you know, and then the other aspects, they're still good. Mm. Like, you know, like we posted on the story earlier, like, we, we air fried a Pop-Tart. We did do that. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, like, I'm you enjoyed it. I'm interested for like your segue here or how you're trying to connect us, but yeah. See, did you enjoy the air fried pop tart? Oh, it was great. Do you feel like it was pretty like top tier pop tart? It was great because it was a s'mores flavor. Yeah, you know, I feel like if it was another flavor. It would, you know, and like you know, like you know, we all enjoy. Like, there's not a wrong way to eat a pop tart. Yeah, but like, if... like you know, you can eat it out the package. It's still gonna be your microwave. It's still mm-hmm. gonna be good. You could put it in a toaster. It's still gonna be good. But we air fried it. It's a different way. But yet it was still good until we're like, that's like kind of in the same way with relationships as to where you want to find that Pop-Tart. Yeah. To where no matter the situation, it's still going to be enjoyable. Like, sure, there are the situations where they're more enjoyable than the other, but there's not a bad way. There's right. not the mundane way. Because even if I eat a Pop-Tart straight out the wrapper, I'm still going to be like, dang, that's a good Pop-Tart. Yeah, you got to find... Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I just ate a Pop-Tart. Like, there's Pop-Tarts, but you got to find your air-fried Pop-Tart. You exactly. Like, well, you have to have the Pop-Tart. You have to find the Pop-Tart that works in the air fryer. Absolutely, because some of them don't. Some of them might melt. Some of them might get destroyed. Like, you're not, right. I, like I'm not going to put, like, you know. That's I, how I, you know. I, don't, I really don't know Pop-Tart lore that much. I don't know which Pop-Tart yeah. would work in an air fryer. But, like, you know, you just have to find that person. You have to find your Pop-Tart. Right. I agree. Because the air but, fryer, it's also the time to, you know, think about, like, the air fryer is, like, a very intense way to cook something. Yeah. But, like. It's, like, a lot of pressure, and yet it still works out. And it's good, like, with a relationship, like, you know, when you ever get to the hard times that's filled with pressure and just toughness, mm. it's either going to break usually... or it's going to make you stronger and it's going to make you appreciate everything even more. Exactly. And that's what makes it such, like, such a good version of, like, you know, like, that's why it's such a good method of eating a Pop-Tart. You know, it's great. And it's, like, such a just good way of having a relationship. It's just, like, you know, yeah. having that person you can go through that pressure with. Exactly. But, like, if that person can, you know, uh... Like circling back to the whole friend thing, like if that person can like do, especially if they, especially if they like do nice stuff for like your friends or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. I feel like that. I feel like that's great. 
Like that's when you really feel like good about it. Mm-hmm. To where it's not like you know the person. To where it's just like, oh, I hate your friend. Blah 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 blah. Like I can't stand him. Until where you know, even though I'm not, I'm not gonna try to delve too much into it. Like it gets an abusive thing. To where it's just like you know the isolation of you. Yeah. To where like no. I've had like you know. Well, like you, you have to go like you have to like a certain extent. Like there's like be nice and then there's like okay, all right, like stop. Yeah. And like but, you know like the entire thing like what's the old Spice Girls song. You know, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's pretty good. It's like, it's just a very clear example. It's the second yeah. song reference. Yeah. Second song reference so far. Rayanne made uh, Seth a bowl of ice cream last night. Cute. That was great. I, I, I was really, I was really appreciative of that. You know, just made him ice cream. Exactly. I'm honestly kind of jealous. Yeah. I didn't get, I, it was my ice cream. I wasn't even, they shouldn't make me a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> She she didn't. Well, you well, you made yourself a bowl. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a joke. Oh. <laughs> that is that, okay. Yeah. See, but, I think somebody can't handle the air fryer over here. Whoa, hold on. I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. Running back. I, I've been I've been subtly trying to like talk about her, but not talk about her this entire podcast. Now you're trying to like run it back. And you know, like, I think we should talk about the dog. The dog's the do- asleep now. What the dog doing? I was so scared that whenever she came in here that she was going to poop on the carpet. When I walked in coming from my little rehearsal, that dog's just jetlining. I, I I, was not expecting a dog to be jetlining to me as I'm walking in my door. Yeah. And, you know, that's like a thing with relationships. You don't expect that relationship to just come at you like a truck, except when it does. And then you see the when beauty it does, of it, when like it does, the it dog does. asleep on the couch. That's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's when you know, you know, like, or, or, or whenever, like, it affects time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. it affects time, which is why, like, this past week, I literally, I feel like I have lived 60 years. Like, in my first week of relationship, week. it felt, like, so long just through so much. And it's mm. just, like, that's where you really find that true beauty. And, like, you know, to where it's just, it feels like you're in a vacuum of space with that person. Exactly. And, but it's, that's just all that matters. Right. 100% agree. Like a dog sleeping on a couch. 100% agree. Absolutely. Exactly. Lainey, Lainey is a very she's a very pretty dog though. She's only nine months old. For the viewers out there, um, if you go to our Instagram, you can see a picture of her. She's only nine months old. She's huge. Whenever that dog was born, a baby was conceived, and now that baby is alive now. What? What are you talking about? When that dog was born, a baby was made, and now that baby is alive. Yeah. That's just crazy. Think about nine months. Oh, nine months. Okay, you're, that's what you're referencing. I was dumb for a second there. You know, I am an English major. So you are an English major. Some things are just <laughs> out of my head. Could be a comm major. A what major? A communications. Communications major? Like your homework is just like copying on Coco Melon or something. <laughs> Let's talk about... Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is perfect for the room. Let's talk about culinary majors for a second. Who's a culinary major? Oh my god, I have a spaghetti to do at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk right now. I have to make lasagna. Philosophy majors, I have a thought to do at midnight. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause Seth Theology was... majors, I have an existential crisis to do at midnight. Seth thought about being a philosophy major for a while. Man, because, you know, they're really hiring at the philosophy factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Yeah, for sure. My computer, my, my, um, my, like, microcomputer uh, applications professor told me one time, he was like, Who's going on? Who's talking crap about English majors? He was like, you know what English majors do? They make great waiters. I was like, jokes on you, buddy. I've been a server for a year and a half already, and I make great money. And then he stopped back and thought about it for a second. 
You're well, like, he, he's right. Well, his philosophy was that, like, in order for it to not be a crap major, you have to either make something, learn something, grow something, or fix something. Well, you're you're, you're an English education major, so you're going to make lifelong learners. Yeah, I'm going to make an impact on our youth. You know, you could be the Mr. Feeney in somebody's life. That's true. Like, honestly. It's very true. The, the kids, like, I've, like, I substituted for, like, two months, and, like, Whenever I, the oldest kids that I've, that I have substituted were eighth graders, you know, yeah. I feel like, you know, quick, quick little aside here. I feel like whenever we're in the seventh grade, we are the worst versions of ourselves oh in our entire gosh. life. Oh my gosh. Seventh and eighth Absolutely grade was horrible. like, honestly, no, the seventh to ninth grade era, I, I want to go back and just if like, I, oh no, him. if I saw my seventh grade self, like if I wasn't a time machine, I would curb stomp that kid. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, like. Honestly, the moment I see him, you're going to start seeing my body just disappear because I'm going to cease to exist the moment I lay eyes yeah. on, like, my 7th to ninth grade self. You know, like, the 8th graders just were, like, they like whenever I would substitute, I would just – my I, the thing I had to say the most was, like, hey, if you be cool, I'll be cool. You know what I mean? Because they would just, like, get crazy, and they would start, like, freaking out because, like, at the time I was I was 19. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, wow, dude, you're, like, you're so young. Like, what the heck? You're 19? Even though they all thought I was, like, 30. You should have just kept that persona, like, yeah, I'm 30. Everyone, everywhere I go, people think I'm older. Seriously, like, like at work, people think I'm a whole lot older. Oh my gosh, a Taylor Swift album's releasing. No way. For the oh. viewers or for the listeners out there, um, Callie just showed us a picture of, what was it? What is it? Like a, a countdown. Nine minutes and uh, Taylor Swift's album's releasing. Shout out Taylor Swift releasing "Speak Now" Taylor's version in nine minutes. Shout uh, anti shout out to Taylor Swift. Put your favorite Taylor go Swift song in the comments below. Stop making music. Ooh, they're going to assault him whenever we close yeah. this podcast out. Shout out to Wolfbeck. They did a wedding at the Bonnaroo Music Festival. That was pretty cool. You showed me it that. It was very cool. Honestly, I wish I was. I wish that was me. Did you guys? Did you know that the uh, Taylor Swift song "Enchanted" is about Adam from Al City? I love Al City. Yeah, did it's really know, great. Did you know that? Uh, did you know that Taylor Swift uh, killed a butterfly one day? What? She stomped on a butterfly. What do you mean? That... She was like, I'm just an anti-hero. Or however the song goes, I don't even know. I really want her to explain the sexy baby bar. I don't really understand that one. You know, you remember the, uh, what was the, uh, you know Waffle House. What's the what's that one song that Taylor Swift got blasted for being homophobic? She's, you, uh, what, I know what you're, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Um, they got some Swifties over here. Oh, it, it, where she goes. You can um, speak up. Burn. Yeah. Should burn. You know, Waffle House still plays. I'll the, tell them. The, you're yeah. Uh, at the Waffle House jukebox, it still has the homophobic version of the song. Shout out to Waffle. Just kidding. Don't. Actually, shout out to Waffle House. They're from Georgia. I went to Waffle House last week, and you know that's the good thing about Waffle House. No matter where you're at, it's gonna taste the same. That's true. The um, like the third day that. Well, like, I met Rianne, and, like, it was, like, the third day. Did you have a Waffle House date? Sort of, but it was, like, everyone else was there as well. But you were just zoomed in on that vacuum of y'all in there. What? Like, it was, like, you know, that moment to where you just look at the person, and you, it's, yeah. like, you know, it's, like, the alone in a crowd, but with another person. That's true. And, like, you just, you ever have that feeling? It's, like, the movie thing where, you like, you know, you just see the person, it's, like, everything slows down. Sal drops out. It's like, I think it happened like Scott Pilgrim or something. I love that movie. And then, like, you start shedding mm-hmm. a tear. A real man tear. I shed man tears all the time. And then you, But then you see somebody cutting on you. It's behind you, and it's okay. 
We didn't. We didn't really. We didn't really finish our waffle house. Ran had like two bites of her, of her uh, sausage, egg, and cheese hash crumble. I. Wasted. I'm surprised I didn't finish my food. Uh, Troy got a. Um, I'm for listening. Troy was on the podcast last episode, but Troy got a plate of pickles. You know the weirdest order I've ever done at Waffle House is, I just said let me get an orange juice and a plate of bacon. Please. Shout out to Micah Powers if you're listening. That was uh, after the Goodwill Gala, our freshman year of college. Shout out to Deb at the Waffle House in Sarahland next yes, to the Cyclist. Yes, Deb and Della. <laughs> Shout out to Joe and Peyton who used to work there. At the Waffle House in yeah, Sarah, the remember, one next to Cyclist. Yeah, you remember Peyton, the late night dude? No. Ah. I used to go there after like we used to go there after like uh, our shifts at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, he was always there, the little short Moab dude. Huh. He talks about like this. Hmm. He talk, He always talk about like this. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how like certain restaurants were really like you know especially if it's like a place you go to with your partner, really strengthen the relationship you have with them. Exactly. Absolutely. Like that was like the cool thing when we moved over when we moved where we're at like how close we are to the Mod Pizza. It's because like you know gluten allergy and everything there. So so like you know careful about stuff yeah. and like to you know you build that relationship with that restaurant there because it's like mm. they become part of the relationship because they just become that very important part of it especially especially if you um are like a regular at a place you know i i, like I talked about one time being a regular at the gas station the budget yeah. shut up shut up my shut up, shut up my man rajesh at the budget zone <laughs> he sees me get my rain energy drink every single morning we need to have rajesh on he'll the see podcast. me tomorrow Hmm? Yeah, Rajesh on the podcast. It's <laughs> crazy. All right, well, uh, time's up. So, well, we, we can't we can't end it so abruptly. Oh, I, I was I was trying to find something to kind of like weave into the ending. I got gotcha. you. So, like you know, relationships. There's there's something when you're a kid, you grow into an adult, and uh, they they become different. It's don't all about mess them up. Don't cheat. Don't lie, and don't shop at H and M. What's wrong with H and M? I don't know. I just, I just felt like you know, just slandering H and M for a moment. And if your partner is list, listens to Taylor Swift, dump them because they're gonna end up dumping you. Wow, that was harsh. All the Taylor, all the Swifties are gonna be in the comments. And then they're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a song about." Interesting you. story to my maybe possibly end with Grant. My my buddy Grant talked about him on the podcast. Shout out Louis Wig. Went to a Taylor Swift concert. He had nosebleeds tickets that were a thousand dollars. It was in Nashville, wasn't it? It was in Nashville. The biggest. That's where Ares, I saw Elton John at in the nosebleeds. The biggest Ares event tour, um, like location, nosebleeds were a thousand dollars. Man went there just for Phoebe Bridgers, who was opening for Taylor Swift because he loves Phoebe Bridgers. Went there for her, and then like, he made a TikTok because uh, he was like jamming out to some of the Taylor Swift songs, but he made a TikTok where he was like, he had his AirPods in and he was listening to. <laughs> My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West <laughs> in the crowd during the concert. And he As po- he should. He posted that TikTok, and like 80 people were in his comment section f- f- absolutely destroying him, calling him an absolute piece of crap. It was amazing. I, I honestly, I side That's because it. his relationship with the music is different than other people's relationships. And like, them. you know, Kanye West does not have the best relationship with Taylor Swift. You know, like, I'm going to let you finish. Listen. But. I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the greatest music videos of all time. Which she did. I don't even know what video they were talking about at that point. I don't care. It's still anything better than Taylor Swift put out. This guy. Anything by Louis Swagoo is better than Taylor Swift. Like, honestly, Louis Swagoo should sell out the Nissan Stadium. That's very true. Like, I would... Louis Swagoo is Grant. Like, I, I would... I would be moshing in the crowd for that man. <laughs> 
Honestly, great grand. Shout out to mosh pits. That's grand, where you make your best relationships at. Actually, I, I, I kind of disagree because I was kind of like I was very. The mosh pit that I went to when I went to that concert in Atlanta for my birthday, I was very concerned because I was like trampling like very small women. I did not like it. And I couldn't help it though because it was a mosh pit. Mosh, mosh. Like mosh, guys mosh. were there with their girlfriends and they were like trying to hold on to them and I was like being thrown again. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, I cannot help this. It's crazy. Very crazy. Yeah, just like relationships. Relationships can be crazy sometimes. But it's either a good crazy or a bad crazy. Or, you know, if the best uh, relationships will make you go crazy. Or, you know, if you're Luke Combs. Shout out to Luke Combs. A uh, good country artist. Uh, crazy is beautiful. So, there you go. Is that, song, is that song fast? Like, we were driving in your car. Is that a cover? What? That song, like, and I remember we were driving. Driving in your car. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking they about. They played at the Bluegill all the time. Shout out to Bluegill. It's not my second day there. Shout out to Blue Miguel works at Bluegill now. That's crazy. Shout out to Patrick. Shout out Pat at Bluegill. This is like the second time we've shouted him out. Shout out again to Patrick. He gets a third shout out. A third shout out. Pat, can you approve my time off request? <laughs> hey, Patrick, I'm here listening. Product knowledge. Yeah. Miguel, what's in the Bayway platter? Uh, it's a piece of fish. I mean, it's a piece of white fish, shrimp, and oysters. How, like, how much of each, though? One piece of fish. Six pieces of shrimp, Mm-mm. two oysters. Nope. The Bayway is three shrimp, three oysters, one fish, one side. The yeah, bluegill platter. Yeah, it's the bluegill platter. It's the bigger version. Six shrimp, six oysters, one fish, two sides. I got you. Absolutely. And just like, you know, that really shows, like, between the Bayway and the uh, the bluegill platter, how, like, you'll have the tiny relationships mm. as a child, but then you'll grow into the bluegill platter to where you have the deep, serious relationships, like, filled with all the good stuff into where it will last longer. Absolutely. Because he put in that extra effort to make it last longer. 100%. And that's where I think we should wrap up. Yeah. All right. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. Uh, it's uh, locked in at, on Instagram, locked in on TikTok. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Email us. We want to read your emails. Yes. Email Please, us. Give us some stories. We'll put the, well, we will have our email. We'll ramble over your story. We'll have our email in the, uh, in the description below. Thank you for listening. We love you all. See you next week. Thank you.